Fresh Breakfast. Monday to Friday, 5, 5 to 8 a.m. On Metro FM. Famous Fresh Fridays. We're hanging out with Vusi Tembegwayo. We have a WhatsApp. Just came home from work. I work night shift. I normally get into bed to join my wife when I get home at about 6. I've been in the car, in the garage. I can't get out. Uh, please, Vusi must stop so I can go into the house. <laughs> Do you ever step out of your self almost I guess almost like an out of body experience where you look at yourself and you shake your head on some damn son well done no that's never happened yeah but I hope one day it does and one day soon why do you think you haven't reached that stage yet where you're because I feel like I I honestly feel like I'm running out of time sure Mm. so I feel like I'm running out of time and I don't I feel like I feel like I'm running out of time, that there is so much to do, not enough time to do it in. Mm. And so my, my hands are always full, sure. if that makes any sense. Yeah. Right? When you, uh, you, you made the statement about never let, never let where you got to um, distract you from where you want to get to. Right, and we waste so much time. Don't celebrate the hype. Celebrating our own successes, hundred percent. That we now focusing on the trophy and not on exactly, yeah. exactly. Right. So you mm. you you miss the point that this trophy was a part of the journey. It sure. was not the journey. Yes. Mm. So I'm just I'm busy. You know I'm, I'm I'm busy. Just sold my business now to a U.S. group of investors. Yes. Taken ten million and created a venture capital fund. We're raising another eight hundred million on the back of it. Mm. We want to go pan African. On the top of that, I'm running a mentorship program. Yeah. And I'm on my global inspiration tour. So I I don't. When the day comes and I have a moment to go, whew, that yeah. was nice, mm. then I will. And of course, in the back of it, I've got a publishing deal with three books coming out around the next year. Sure. So so there's there's just not enough time yeah. to sit back and go, you've done well, guy. Earlier on, we were speaking about things that concern you that yeah. we may, might yeah. not be discussing enough. Yeah. What else is concerning you currently? For, for me, probably the, the one of the the things about the thing about which I'm most passionate right now, specifically around Tinabandama Myama, is mm. this idea of small business. Sure. I hate it. I hate it with a passion. I Why? Well, because because we've been taught to think this way. Mm. We've been told start small and stay small forever. Sure. Mm. You know, so we name our businesses Yazama CC or Natisko CC or Tizokola. That has always actually bothered me. It's rubbish. It's always bothered me that we almost want to affirm ourselves even with our names. Mm. I'm I got to tell you, I'm taking over the world, man. Yeah. <laughs> and I think and you know, I think there is a message that must be sent to Abantaba Myama specifically, but sure. young youth, you know, mm. black youth, which is just take over, like go, go do this thing. Do you think we're perhaps raised to be too humble for our own good, to be too respect, you know, to almost Yeah. As long as you're older than me, I will hold you in this like I'll revere you as I think that's the one part of it. Yeah. But, but I think the other part of it, which is more sinister, is we're raised never to challenge the status quo. Sure. Mm. So when you are daring and you push boundaries of society or community or yeah. tradition or culture, you're named, you're, you're labeled, right? So you're mm. an outlaw or you're a maverick or whatever. Or you think mm. you're better. But mm. that's okay. Yeah. The point is, that is okay. Sure. Yours and my, my view is, 
this is my view. There has never been a free generation of young black people in this country, mm. not for 800 years. Mm. Sure. So we're the first in 800 mm. years to go through what we're going through. Mm. Yours and my singular responsibility on planet Earth is to push the boundaries. And to break That's out all of you're the here for. Yes. You know, Osumis was telling me his story. I, honestly, I got goosebumps mm. when you were telling me about the fact that you didn't finish school. Mm. Then I look at your life and I go, jeez, look at what this guy's done and has achieved. Yeah. Your life is a testimony to mm. what happens when we follow our dreams and we push the boundaries of what is acceptable. Mm. And we need more more young people to just start believing in that that it's okay to dream big and want big and uh, do big how, how do we can we hold that thought for a second okay uh, because uh, we need to uh, have Vosi just sweat a little bit <laughs> oh, yes Katriana how are you doing Good. Uh, we've got Uncle Vosi in the building uh, do you have your three questions for Uncle Vosi Yes. Oh dear. Okay, Catherine, how old are you, by the way? <laughs> I'm nine. Okay, what's your first question? My first question is which prime number comes straight after seven? Prime number comes straight after seven. You're not nine, you're 50. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. Yes. Yay! <laughs> Next question, Catriana. My next question is, which dinosaur was the first one to be formally named? Mm. Which dinosaur was the first to be formally named? Mm. I'd have to say the Tyrannosaurus Rex. No. Uh, which one was it? Was it Diplodocus? No. Oh, for us, it's Kumba. <laughs> 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 no, no, the, no, no. The, dino, the dinosaur was Bob. He left. <laughs> What's the answer? Megalosaurus. 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 Okay. Mm -hmm. That was the massive, massive yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. All right. Uh, one, last, one. Last question, Katriana. My last question is: What is the coldest planet on our solar system? Coldest planet, solar system. Venus? No. What's the answer, Katriana? It's Neptune. Ah. Neptune. How cold is Neptune? Very cold because it's far from the sun. Ah, this is the first Two, Katriana, one, Vusi. How do you motivate yourself, Vusi? After that. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I think this was a setup. I don't think Tatiana's in primary school. I would tell you. <laughs> no, no, you got one. Most of us get zero. So, yeah. so well done. Katriana, you want to say hello to anyone? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Hello, everyone. Oh, <laughs> man. Hi to my school teacher. Thank you, Katriana. We love you, man. And thanks for playing. Are you smarter than a primary school kid? Uh, that first one, um, Vusi's thinking, I'm like, he's going to get this Yes, right. me too. Vusi's that kid. Like, was that <laughs> and I started hating him. In fact, Vusi was that kid who didn't even let you copy. Next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was me, actually. I don't know. I can tell. Like, you <laughs> and Abu Sizwe Tomo, you are those kids. <laughs> 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 like, why am I studying Shang? No, 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 no. We, we hated kids like you. But you know what? You know, it paid off. DJ Khaled. I'm the one. It's 27 minutes after seven. Famous Fresh Fridays on Metro FM. We're hanging out with Vusi Tembeguayo. Unfortunately, time is never on your side when you have a lot to say. I saw you on uh, ETV Sunrise the other day. And uh, you were talking about um, radical economic transformation. Okay, here goes. Please share your views uh, with our listeners. Because I think what you said was very important for everyone else to hear. Yeah, so, so what I was saying was that I think... 
I think the conversation we're not having is that radical economic transformation starts in the mind. Sure. So it seems to me that what we've done in South Africa, certainly since 94, is mm. we have been looking for the easy way to fix uneasy problems. Sure. So 94 happens, 95 and 96 we negotiate and pass the bill around BE. Mm. And then immediately what we started doing is we started taking well-connected political people, giving them 26% of companies they had no role in playing, mm. and created instant wealth. And as a result, the message went out, I think, to very talented black people that if you want money, there is this thing called instant wealth. Sure. So that hasn't worked. Mm. So that's on the one side of it. On the other side of it, we haven't dealt with what I think is the mental conditioning of us as black people. Mm. So I come from a small township called Watville. Right across us is another is another sort of township area called Actonville. Actonville is predominantly Indian people who live there. Muslim mm. Indians are predominantly. Sure. And what has been interesting for me to notice is Actonville has a population, maybe 20% of Watville, but multiples the wealth of Watville. Mm. And the question to ask is why? Well, it's because the people, all of us who live in Watville, go shopping and buying goods in Actonville. Mm. Because how it works is three generations ago, the grandfather started with a, a hardware store. He then created, he left his son with a hardware store who then opened a fast food joint. Mm. And then the son who was now the father left the fast food joint and the hardware store to the other son who runs a dry cleaner. Mm. So three, four generations down, they have four, five businesses and they own the value chain of those businesses we've not done that what in fact we are trying to do mm. is to create very instant money so guys go you've seen this i'm sure you've seen this mm. guy goes registers a company gets a tax clearance certificate registers on a database opens a bank account goes to a thousand government agencies says i'm here to supply you with whatever you need and the minute he gets a tender he buys a bentley mm. and we go that's economic transformation mm. no that's debt and that's consumption, mm. right? That guy won't make it. And certainly he will not leave a, a, an economic financial legacy sure. for his children. So what right? do we do? Well, what we have to do is do the hard work. Mm. That's what we have to do. I'll tell you about my business when I first. You come mm. into my business, I can tell you what HR system I run, financial system, capital system, marketing system, operations, IT, because I mm. built it mm. from the ground up. Mm. There was no Mlungu who told me how to do it. I did it. Mm. Then I went into the markets where the Mlungus were. I competed with them and I beat them. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. So I think there is a message we need to send to Umtom Yamagut. You don't need Mlungu to verify what you're doing. Sure. First. Second, you can, do, you can take the harder path, but you're going to own your own journey. Mm. You know, I'm 10 years in now and because I'm 10 years in I kind of own the process I own the journey I sure. make the decisions about where to go when to go and when not to go sure. it doesn't get determined by me mm. the reason I can in truth be here and have views and opinions that are not politically acceptable in South Africa mm. is because no politician is going to phone me when this interview is done and say but why did you say that because mm. nobody owns me sure. and I think it's an important message to get out to people to say do your thing mm. own your journey and if we're going to talk about wealth let's talk real wealth not the perception of it and do it so well that your service is needed, whether you are politically oh, in favor man. or not. Now you're preaching, right? Because a lot of things I feel are based on politics of the stomach. A hundred percent. I know that if I tell my counselor that, Gren, Gren, you're messing up here, then my wife's catering company, exactly. when my wife can't even cook, but that's a story for another day, <laughs> is not going to get the gig. A hundred percent. And as long as we're indebted at that level all the time, you'll never grow past that. Exactly. And you'll never be a businessman because you're not a businessman. Exactly. You're not. You're just a, you're just a, you're a well-connected person in business. And those two things are not the same. Anyway. Good morning, <laughs> Nati. Morning, sir. How are you doing, Black Coffee? I'm great, sir. How Get out of here. Oh, wow. what, what, what's on your mind? I, I don't know what to do. Like I, I've got like a great guy in front of me, a great guy on the phone. What's on your mind, Nutty? I haven't seen that guy in a while, first of all. Yeah. Um, 
I don't think we as South Africans know him enough. You know, um, I don't think we we understand or know the kind of values that he can help us as as young. I don't even want to say black, but as younger entrepreneurs, um, <clears throat> I don't think we understand his his his, his input. You know, um, I've met the guy. I've, I've done a couple of stuff with him. Mm. Um, I've learned a lot from him as well. Um, I just, I just look. I just say, be out there, man. Uh, South Africa needs you. Um, it's cool. I like the fact that you're going overseas and stuff. You know, but I, I think we need you more here. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, Nati. Yeah, trust Nati to call it the way it is. And and thanks for being the the inspiration that you you are too. I think you know. Let's not downplay the role you're playing in saying to young South Africa, listen, um, you know, the world owes you nothing but your talent, your hard work, and your focus will get you there. Thank you, Mapano. Thank you. That was Black Coffee. A fan of Vusi's work. <laughs> yeah, coffee's amazing. I mean, I. Yeah, it's, it's it's been interesting to watch his journey and to watch him go through what he's going through and and achieve what he's achieved. And he truly is a testament that if you put in the time and do the hours, sure. it, it really is possible. Some people don't know that you've also had failed businesses. Yeah, we'll discuss course. these with Vusi just before he leaves at 8. We're wrapping up our famous Fresh Fridays with Vusi Tembeguayo. Thank you so much, man. It's been an honor, my guy. Earlier on, we spoke about the fact that, you know, people might not know that you've actually failed quite a few times too yeah 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 tell us about those failures and how they got you to where you are right now I'll tell you about the first which was probably the most painful I used to have a business it was my first business yes and we were in Centurion and I took I had a little bit of savings and I took them and I paid some rent up front had an assistant who I paid two months salary up front and I was convinced I was like I'm in and the phone is going to start ringing yes and for eight months that phone was dead quiet nothing happened so I, obviously you can't pay the car. So the bank wanted to repossess the car. And I needed the car because I was in business. Yes. Oh, wow. So I left my home and I went to live in the office. So I used to live in the basement. No wow. ways. Yeah. Dead of winter. Spent six months living in the basement. I still remember the routine. I used to wake up every two hours and switch the car on. It was a Run-X. Mm. I'd switch the car on just to heat it up. Sleeping in a Run-X is not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> in my defense, it was the RSI. Yeah, yes. it was, it's better than a sponge. Yeah, you know? and, yeah. I was, and I'd sleep in the, in, the, in, the, in the back seat. And then I'd go upstairs and, and wash at about 4 o'clock in the morning and start the work day. Eight solid months. Mm. 2 a.m., you're at the back of your car because that's your home. 100%. What are you thinking don't give up. Yeah. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. You know, I, I also didn't have enough money to eat, right? So I used to go to my girlfriend's house. Yeah. My then girlfriend, now wife. Sure. And she oh. did she know? She, she suspected. Okay. But yeah, that was but that was often the only meal I would have that. But day. we're guys. We don't always say. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was. But she could see. I mean, it was the. You know, my. You, you, you ever you ever wear shoes so much that they tear underneath? Oh. Yes. Like mm. the, the, yeah. And I and I'd walk and I could feel I'd feel the ground in my socks. Mm. Yeah. Like if it was wet, I could feel my feet are wet. Oh. Right? Wow. What what stopped you? from saying to you know whomever you might have looked up to at that stage and saying yo i need help 
Whew. <laughs> pride. <laughs> yeah, pride. Yeah, because you don't yeah. want to admit. You don't want to admit that you're there. Yeah. You don't. You know, when you say you need help, there is almost a sense of weakness to it. Sure. Mm. Uh, th- that says you you're not capable on your own. Mm. Um, when, when sometimes it is that you are capable, but you just need a leg up. Mm. You need somebody who's mm. just going to open the door. Sure. And at the time, the truth is that's all I needed. I just need somebody who's going to give me an opportunity. Mm. Have you I changed? Too much pride. hundred percent. Sure. I'm I'm on the other side of it now completely. Yeah. If I need your help, fresh off, fresh off on you, I'll be yeah. like, hey, my guy, you're doing this thing. Can can we do this thing? Can you help me with it? Mm. Because I think that's a part of the the growth process, the journey that you go on. Your most costly failure? <laughs> I put a couple of bar down in a tech business in Cape Town. Yeah. A literal couple or it might have been 10 bar? <laughs> more than a couple then. Okay. It was a technology business in Cape Town and these guys sold us absolute dreams. and um, As they always do. As they do. Yeah. And, and I came to learn that what they sold wasn't true and what I bought wasn't the case. And it's oh, made wow. me a much more vigilant investor since. So probably the, the most costly mistake I've made in business. Mm. Did you recover from it? Are you still recovering? Do you do you write it off and move on? Yeah, write off and move on. Put yeah. it off for school fees and move on to the next thing, the new journey, on to the next one. What is the next thing for Fosi? Whew, that's that's exciting. So so I, I think I told you this during the break. So I'm, I'm bu- I've created a venture capital fund, my growth fund, put mm. in ten million of my own money. Are, are venture capitalists evil people who wanna use you because you're desperate for their money? Yeah, those are not venture capitalists. Those are sharks. Okay. Yeah, call those what they are. <laughs> venture capitalists play a very important role in society. If you yes. come up with an idea that is not your commercial, but yeah. has potential, the role of the venture capitalist is to go, I'll take a little bit of risk for some upside later in the business, mm. and let's see if we can make it work. Right. So it's risky. I'm putting a lot of my own money against the advice, by the way, of people who know me well, my sure. financial advisor. But my view is that's what Africa needs. Mm. Africa doesn't need more. Pri- what Africa needs is more people with a little bit of money sure. who are willing to put it down and see if we can create the next generation of mm. entrepreneurs. That's what we need. Mm. That's what I'm passionate about. Right. Sure. So I've put my own money down. We're busy raising a fund to go pan-African. So we domiciling in Kenya and Nigeria. So as we speak, I've got offices here and in London. So mm. I spend a week here, a week, sorry, a week in London every single month sure. mm. because we do a lot of international raising as well. Mm. My views will probably finish raising the fund by June next year, mm. and then we'll start operating and start giving some funds away. But as we speak, we're already investing, nice. we're already putting money down. And of mm. course, I'm running a Top 40, which is a, an entrepreneurship mentorship program, mm. and I'm looking for entrepreneurs whose businesses turn over a million or more a year. Mm. It sounds like a lot. It's actually 80,000 rand a month. It's, it's nothing, yeah. It's not a lot. Mm. And, and I want to help them with their businesses. So give them a bit of funding, a bit of mentorship, and help them grow. I'm just passionate about giving people the, the leg up so they sure. can do for themselves. And more often than not, that's all a person needs. 100%. Or just show me the door I need to knock on. Mm. 100%. Sometimes that's all it is. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, and, and, and one of my biggest bugbears, because I've got a friend who is, you know, getting into property. Yeah. None of the successful black people <laughs> in property uh, are willing to give him advice. Mm-hmm. It's always the white guys in property who will sooner say, yeah, come in. Let me show you how I did oh, this. Man. Oh. What is up with that? I'll tell you exactly what is up with it. The biggest lie, you know, apartheid did a lot of things to black people. Yeah. But my view, and it's my own personal view, a lot yeah. of people don't support it, is that the worst thing apartheid did to black people wasn't that it taught them they were inferior to white people, nor was it that it taught white people they were superior to black people, although it did both those things. Sure. The worst thing apartheid did to black people was it taught us that none amongst us was deserving of success. Yes. Mm. So mm. when one of us mm. goes and gets it, mm. the rest of us, rather than celebrate it and see it as a mirror to say, you know, if Ukofi can, if Somizi can, oh my God, this is possible, what we then try 
to do is we work as hard as we can yeah. to pull you back down. Mm. Sure. Because your su- your success delegitimizes my struggle. That's sure. what yeah. it does. It goes, mm-hmm. I'm struggling. No, it's it's a sign of inspiration. Sure. That's why he won't get it. That's the first reason. The mm. second reason, very quickly, mm. is because you'll find most of the black people who've made it in that space don't know how they did it. Sure. So they don't know what to teach. Mm. It's the conversation ah, we had earlier. Yes. You know, if I go to Stephen Kosov and I talk to him about banking, yeah, yeah he started Investec in the 70s. So he understands how to build a bank. Yes. But if I go and talk to the guys who got the BE transaction that bought into Investec. They can't even tell you yeah, half of it. Because they just got a deal. Sure. They were funded by someone and took 26% or, of the Or bank. had the right surname. Exactly. Mm. And so, so a lot of it is they don't want to teach because they don't want to show the fact that they just don't know. Mm. Mm. <laughs> but are you a wealth of knowledge? Um, I feel like we haven't even scratched the surface. Yeah, thanks, Mpo. We're like an old couple. We finished off each other's sentences. Where do people find you online? Where do people read more about you? Bro? I own the name, so vusitemeguayo.com uh, website, yeah. at vusitemeguayo on Instagram, yeah. at vusitemeguayo on Twitter. I'm there. Um, I, by the way, it took me a long time, I've got to be honest with you, to get to this point where I'm yeah. saying, I'm going to have an opinion. If people don't like it, let's yeah. engage. But I'm happy to have an opinion. Are you in a good space, you feel? Yeah, man, I'm blessed. Yeah. God's been good. Is your heart smiling? It's on its way. Okay. That's all, that's all that matters sometimes. <laughs> Vosu, thank you so much, brother. Guys, I, I cannot thank you enough. You've, in, you've inspired me since you were 17 years old, and please keep it up. I've got to tell you, I've been a fan of yours since YFM days. Yes. Like, we're, going, we're going that far back. Mm. And, and I've been a fan of Somizis since Safina. So, you know, I'm, I'm humbled, guys. Thank you for having me here. Thank you for, Thank you for being here. We're out of here, man. Apologies. Uh, news is late. AM edition is coming up next. Ladies and gentlemen, Vusi Tembeguayo. Fresh Breakfast. Monday to Friday, 5, 5 to 8 a.m. On Metro FM.